Welcome to Bougie Booze, a podcast hosted by a brother and sister from another mister. I'm Cam. I'm David. Thank you for listening as we talk about Black culture, Asian culture, pop culture, culture culture, and quite frankly, anything else we want to talk about. Hey, Boo, how are you doing? Hey, (laughs) I'm good. It's good to see you again. Oh my gosh, I missed you. I missed you too, Boo so happy that we finally our schedule finally uh, worked out <laughs> yes well you know in the meantime i've been entertaining myself by going through my reels because i don't tick tock i use the ig reels same you know same. yeah because you know you know we have our reservations about tick tock if you know you know <laughs> well after instagram i was like it's no more i couldn't do no more because i think after instagram it was what snapchat yeah then- in TikTok, and I know some people who still use Snapchat, and I'm like, why? Yeah, I remember, remember before all of that was Vine. Yes, Vine <laughs> made me do it. Wait, no, we were we're from the MySpace. So oh that yeah, was the first social media platform. Wow, top eight. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you know, customizing your own little page yourself. Everybody became a web programmer. <laughs> I struggled with that. It took me like I would spend hours and hours like trying to align things perfectly. Because you would like put the code in and then go back to preview it and put the code in again and then change the song. It was it was hard work. Fortunately, I was never that into MySpace. <laughs> we worked in tech without even knowing it. Oh, I know. That's like that's why all these babies grow up. They come out of the womb knowing tech now. <laughs> they do. They do. Like scrolling, right? How do they? that's like already a function of them you know it's like when baby giraffes get born or horses and the first thing they do is stand up it's like babies come out of the room knowing how to scroll through a phone they're like hand me the phone please i got my youtube check (laughs) they're like did you know your phone's out of date like oh my bad let me upgrade that for you baby (laughs) but you know while you know i haven't had access to my boo because you've been busy we've both been busy uh, I, you know, the, my downtime, I've been going through my reels on Instagram and this is nothing new to a lot of people who follow you know, TikTok, you know, religiously or whatever, but I just, uh, stumbled more upon this account. Um, the use uh, the creator is Yuri Lamasbella, and some of you may recognize the name, but if you don't recognize her name, you definitely know her from her impersonations of Kim, Chloe, and Kourtney Kardashian. I do, because <laughs> her uh, Chloe Kardashian is my favorite <laughs> one that she does with the hand movement. Yes, the and the and the the post-it nails. <laughs> the post-it no nails, and she's always slapping her hands like a crab claw or something. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, she'd be like. Um, and hedges like Edward Scissorhands <laughs> but you know she has three million followers on TikTok and uh, Instagram she has almost a million but you know I was watching more of her videos and you know besides the fact that she is spot on with the Kardashian sisters um, I was thinking about the comedy behind what she was doing because I don't know if she writes all her own stuff or if she has people that help her, mm-hmm. but regardless, that material that she uses is original. It's not like she's lip syncing quotes from the show. You know, everything she's coming up with, she or somebody with her have created that content. 
And the scripts are really good because they're hilarious. They're hilarious. And she has the different personalities down pat. She does. And also the way that they talk, like <laughs> you can hear what she's saying, but like her face is not moving <laughs> and her lips are not moving. My favorite thing is the salad when she shakes the salad. Exactly. <laughs> and it's like a still, it's like a stoic face but yet you're shaking yourself. <laughs> well, and then how furiously she taps on the cell phones like they do you know, like when she's like, they're on their phones constantly and she's always on the phones just like them. <laughs> and the best parts are like some of the edits, like you'll see her post-it nail fall off and the next scene it's back on. <laughs> yeah, she's funny. I do enjoy watching her videos in my downtime. So yeah, I just, uh, uh, I have, I was kind of savoring her videos because, you know, like it's, I've seen one of her videos a while back, but I didn't go through her account, uh -huh. but they, but she's been popping up, you know, how IG tends to do. If you look at stuff, it keeps the algorithm. Going. Yes. They're like, mm -hmm. you looked at this, so keep looking at it. And so I was like, okay, let me look at a couple more videos there. They're cracking me up. So I was like, I'm going to savor these and not go through all of them. Cause you know, sometimes when you find an account, you binge the whole account and now you're done. And you're like, yeah, <laughs> give me more, give me more. Like tapping you got, your veins. Exactly. Oh, you got to wait for new content. That, that's difficult. I respect these content creators. Uh, it's a lot. It can be a lot, especially if you have to come up with the content film the content you edit the content um, and we we have a taste of that boob with our podcast so i have a, a great respect for content creators because it is hard work well I, I i agree with you because you and i both have people in our lives who are like where's the next episode and we're like i'm sorry i'm drama this week and i can't do <laughs> and when you listen to episode one, you entered into our contract that stated we got job jobs. We got jobs, <laughs> jobs. And we have reiterated that throughout <laughs> this year. However, we are happy to report. We want to record, but sometimes our schedules just won't let us be great. And we'd be trying behind the scenes. We'd be like, what if we do this and then do this and come here and do this and be like, oh, no, we can't. We no. can't do <laughs> like we, we don't want our quality to suffer just to record. No. no, yeah, quality over quantity. So, but, but do know that we we do try. We do try for sure so for the boo boos. <laughs> for our boo boos. <laughs> but you know, speaking of being on the social media tip here, mm -hmm. you know, um, I want to talk about Ariana DeBose's uh, opening number from the BAFTA Awards. And those of you who aren't familiar with BAFTAs, they're kind of like the British Oscars. So it's the BAFTA stands for the British Academy of Film and Television Arts. And so they asked Ariana because they wanted to spice things up because usually the show is very dry, just like a lot of British humor or British things tend to be. And mm -hmm. as I'm not judging it. That's what people know them to be is kind of dry. And so they tried to spice things up and they asked Ariana to have an opening number, a musical number. Just and they, the producer said specifically wanted to kind of do a, something different like the American shows do. So she started off with um, singing Sisters Are Doing It For Themselves from the Eurythmics. And then from there, depending on how you see it, either it went to hell or was fantastic <laughs> because she busted into this rap. And the theme of the night for her, what they charged her for, to do was celebrate women in film and television because it's been a great year for women. Mm -hmm. And so she did this rap celebrating the uh, ladies who were in the audience who were nominees 
until she got to this line that social media went crazy over. And so here we go. Here she goes. You know, I'm not going to say it with the gusto of Ariana, but she basically said, I'm going to say the the controversial line along with the two lines after that, just to give context for what she was thinking about the nominees, the ladies, and those movies that they're associated with. She said, Angela Bassett did the thing. Viola Davis, my woman king. Kate, you're a genius. And Jamie Lee, you're all of us. Right? So she's talking about Jamie Lee being in everywhere. I always forget it. Everywhere. Wait, what is that again? Everywhere, everywhere all at once. Okay. The one with Michelle Yeoh. I always forget the order of the, the title. And we but, know what you're talking about. Yes. Every, people <laughs> out there know. They're like, David, you Asian. That's so shameful. <laughs> And then Kate, uh, Kate's character uh, in the movie Tar, which she's nominated for as a genius. And then, of course, Viola Davis, the woman king. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Angela Bassett. It's not like she's in a movie called The Thing. No. <laughs> but, she's you know. Her thing. That's what, that's what Ariana was trying to say. It's like, you, Angela Bassett, you are doing your thing out there. And so, of course, a lot of people of color, they understand what she's saying. The gays understood what she was saying. And, you know, I hate to say put this on blast, but a lot of the white people didn't really quite oh, understand because no. they're the ones on social media either attacking her or going, what is the thing? <laughs> and people of color is like, you know, the thing. Yeah, that's the way like gays and people of color are like, uh, the thing. <laughs> and they're still like, excuse me, I don't know what the thing is. <laughs> you know, the... Kudos and shout out to Ariana for even attempting to do that, right? <laughs> Doing because she's not a rapper. No, that's not her craft. So even agreeing to do a rap, and then actually, I don't know if she wrote it, but having the rap be about the nominees who are in the audience, it's like how can you can't just be happy for her? And why you gotta pick it apart mm-hmm. and, and criticize? You know, well, and then people, like I'm sure people who are out there criticizing are not performers, but they are criticizing her on her, her at that midpoint, how she lost her breath. She had already had been dancing and, and, and singing up until that point. Now she's trying to do this rap and she was singing after the rap. And so they're like, oh, you know, criticizing her on her breath control, as well as the fact that they thought the rap was cringy. And yes, maybe it was, but it was still cute. And she's not a rapper. Exactly. And she's doing this for your entertainment. <laughs> See, that kind of reminds me of how people just unnecessarily provide their unneeded opinions. comments, opinions, yeah. unneeded opinions. So, Boo, I shared this with you and I'll mention it again. I was talking to a friend and this friend mentioned, oh yeah, you know, I I really don't listen to your podcast because I don't like what you and David talked about <laughs> and I Thanks. said oh okay <laughs> I just said oh okay and in my head I'm like but why are you telling me this because first of all if your friend has a project or anything that they're trying to do a friendly speech or a friendly comment would be like I'm so proud that you're taking on this or that's so cool that you're doing this you know why do you have to say I don't listen because I don't like what you talk about like what did you think I was gonna be mad that you don't listen not really, because guess what? I got people in other countries listening. Oh, that's right. And you know that's for a fact. But you know, what are we supposed to do? Take notes like, oh, how would you like us to change, sir? Yeah, because <laughs> you can't appease everyone. And that's what we're seeing, boo, you know, with having our podcast and 
trying to be out on social media and you really do have to have thick skin, which we have. Yeah. We are like, whatever. But it's it's funny that people go out of their way to be mean. You don't have to be mean. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Well, in, not in your friend's case, a so-called friend, but mm-hmm. in social media, people could be hide behind a, a screenshot of a picture that's not them, mm-hmm. you know, a profile picture and just say whatever they want. And they don't really think about the cost their words have towards other people who don't have thick skin like us. Yeah. Because I've had posts on Instagram and people have said negative things, but it just makes me laugh. It does. Because it's like, why was that even necessary? And it's okay to have like your personal thoughts, right? But do you really need to share them all the time? (laughs) (laughs) And why be negative towards other people? Yeah. It just shows how hateful you are towards yourself. Oh, it's horrible. So, um, yeah. (laughs) Apparently, we have people out there who don't like what we're talking about, but we have people out there that do like what we talk about because they are requesting episodes. So yeah, I know. I love that. I love that. So. Case case in point of how you cannot please everyone. So <laughs> Ariana DeBose, it's like, girl, just, I, and I'm sure. I'm sure she's like, whatever. I'm an actress. I did it. Yeah. I was asked to do this. I honored the women who were wow. nominated. So, I mean, she carried through with her assignment. That's pretty much her stance on it. She had fun doing it. That's important. And one of the best comments I someone I read someone said was, when Angela Bassett wins her Oscar, because she probably will, she needs to get up there and said, Ariana, I did my thing. Mm. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but just to finish off the BAFTA conversation, I just want to read um, some of the major award winners for that night and who the British pub, uh, uh, Film Association liked. So best actor, we had Austin Butler and Elvis, which until I saw that movie, I didn't really get why he was so, because, you know, I knew him from all his Disney Channel things and stuff, and I never really was very fond of Austin, but then he was amazing in Elvis. I actually enjoyed that movie quite a bit. Did he still have his Elvis accent? I didn't hear his speech. I didn't hear his, he probably did though. (laughs) And then best actress went to Cate Blanchett for Tar. Best British film was The Banshees of Inishirin, which I actually just saw that movie the other day. And boo, it's like a slow pace movie uh-huh. about almost nothing in a way, but I loved it. Oh. Essentially what it is, is um, one man, the two friends on this small Irish island. Mm-hmm. And one day, one of the men decides, you're so effing boring. I don't want to talk to you anymore. Oh. So he said, don't talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> I know. So the other one can't comprehend. Like we were like the best of buds up until yesterday. What happened? And it just clicked in one the other character's mind. Like you're so boring and mind-numbingly boring. I don't want to talk to you anymore because I feel like I'm wasting my time. I'm getting older. I have more important things to do with my life than listen to you talk about your your donkey for two hours. You know. So. But, you know, as weird as that sounds, it was a very captivating movie because the characters were interesting. Uh, in fact, apparently the British uh, film industry loved it because it li- not only did it win Best British Film, but uh, Best Supporting Actress was Carrie Condon from the movie, as Supporting Actor was Barry Cogan from the movie as well. So, yeah, I, I, I can see the love that it's getting. So and the American side, like for the Oscars, I have to, I guess, watch the Fablemans because that seems to be getting all the love. And I'm like, why? You yeah, you, I got to I got to know why if I can join the conversation. <laughs> but so, yeah, this is, I just wanted to highlight some of those winners and who the British were voting on. 
Um, but you know, so dramatic film. I, I I'm sure you know a little bit about drama boo. Story of I was like seventy five percent of my life. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm currently going through drama with my HOA company. So I live, you know where I live, boo. I do in the condo community, lived there for a couple years now. When I very first moved there, I joined the board because I want my voice to be heard. Uh-huh. <laughs> I want my voice to be heard and I want to get involved in the community and all that stuff, right? Well, I was eventually voted off. <laughs> <laughs> but why were you voted off, boo? Well, because they said that the way that the elections were done were fraudulent. It wasn't like a proper election it was I was at a meeting and then they had an open position <laughs> and then I said I wanted it and then they gave it to me but nobody else was running yeah, so that's it, the thing. yeah but an issue happened where our monthly dues had increased and then that upset one homeowner in particular so then all of a sudden he like went to attack the board and ripped up the current board and said, you know, some members on the board, they weren't even elected officially and all this stuff. So we went through the whole process of elections. And I really, I didn't ask people to vote for me because I'm like, this is too much. I just wanted to be on the board to actually try to make a difference in the community, but it became like a really negative thing quick, right? So fast forward to a couple of years, a couple of weeks ago, I received a phone call asking me to rejoin the board. And I said, no, <laughs> because there was a point in time where I had a lot of energy and I wanted to do this, but I saw how ugly it was. And I'm like, I don't want to be a part of this. And I thought about, remember uh, that rapper, Mike Jones, uh-huh. back, back then you didn't want me. Now I'm hot. You all know me. <laughs> well, you just, boo, you just bored with the board. Okay. <laughs> I, I didn't say that, but I just started laughing because I said, see, you had someone who was willing to serve and who was energetic about serving. And then you picked them off. And now you want somebody who has that same energy. But I don't have energy for that anymore because now what I'm doing, I'm podcasting. I ain't got yes. time for y'all. You got different priorities now. <laughs> but so the reason why they wanted me to join the board, apparently a couple of neighbors or a couple community members have issues with leaks in their roof. And I actually have an issue with a leak. So remember when we got those really strong rains? I think it was like at the end of October, a couple yes. months ago. The one that affected our university, those it, ones? Those uh-huh. ones. Mm-hmm. So there was a leak in my roof. Now, the community where I live in, the HOA, they're responsible for everything exterior, and the homeowner is responsible for everything interior. Right. Well, it was determined that this leak came from the roof, which is exterior. That's exterior. So the HOA company, they had to pay for a roofing company to come out, patch it up. But even before the roofing company came out, they sent someone into my home to inspect that the leak did not come from my AC unit, which is Uh weird because I'm like, why would a leak from the ceiling come from the AC unit? I think that was their way of trying to like get out of wanting to fix it. And I don't care. I just went through the motions. So it was determined that it was an exterior issue. All right. Roofing company fixed it. Well, guess what, boo? Now I have these brown spots on my ceiling. And the HOA company is saying, because it's interior, 
that it's not their responsibility. Yeah, but what caused that brown spot? Was the exterior. <laughs> so I'm just like, you know how you know you have something that you have to deal with, but you don't uh -huh. have time to deal with it. And so that's on my list of things to deal with because I'm like, why should I have to fight you when it's already been proven <laughs> that this came from an exterior issue? Yeah. I, I, and so the HOA company, I feel like, like insurance companies. So, you know, when you file a claim and there was always like these loopholes, like, oh, depreciated value and. Well, they don't want to pay essentially. Exactly. So that's my HOA drama right now. And well, you, would, you, hmm? you get on that board, boo, you shift everything to your favor, and then you leave the board again. <laughs> you know what's funny is my reason for not being on the board, one, I truly don't have time, but two, when you're on the board and you have the board meetings, you hear the complaints of all of the homeowners. Oh, yeah, I can't. I don't have time to do that. Like, no. I don't want to hear your complaint anymore because guess what? I'm complaining, too. <laughs> It's like that old classic meme. Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's just funny. I just said, wow, how they can say, you know, we don't want you on the board. And then, I mean, I guess they put their pride aside because it had to take a lot to call me back and ask me to rejoin. <laughs> so. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. It sounds like unnecessarily something unnecessary for you to take on. It is. No, I just, I wouldn't, and I wouldn't be an effective board member, honestly, because you know all that I got going on, boo. I just uh -huh. don't have time for it. I can hardly meet you every week. <laughs> <laughs> so let alone put, put that on my plate. I'm like, no, not going to happen. So look with, you know, the rains, we, cause we actually are just getting off another series of heavy rain. I, I know we needed it in California. We so do. Thank God for the rains because and, we should be out of the drought by now. But the thing is, not only was it heavy rain, but cold weather. So we got snow in areas that typically don't get snow. And everyone know. had their phones out like, oh my God, it's That's snowy. A, I know even people across, across the country probably like opened up their phones and be like, what's all this snow footage? <laughs> it's all coming from California. <laughs> yeah, the elevation levels were really low, so, uh -huh. which is kind of scary. It could be a sign of well, global warming. Exactly, Boo. And that's why it's so the timing is interesting because I opened up my YouTube and in the, my in my feed there was this Apple TV show called Extrapolations. It's coming out in March. Uh -huh. And I said, well, let me watch this trailer. I normally don't watch random trailers uh, of things I know nothing about, but I was like, it looks interesting. So I'll read what the synopsis is better than me trying to talk about it. But it says, um, Ex Extrapolations is a bracing drama from writer, director, and executive producer Scott Z. Burns that introduces a near future where the chaotic effects of climate change have become embedded into our everyday lives. Mm. Eight interwoven stories about love, work, faith, and family from across the globe will explore the intimate, life-altering choices that must be made when the planet is changing faster than the population. Mm. Every story is different, but the fight for our future is universal. And when the fate of humanity is up against a ticking clock, the battle between courage and complacency has never been more urgent. Are we brave enough to become the solution to our own, our own undoing before it's too late? 
and that's the thing like people have been talking about this there's a tipping point in our mm -hmm. world where if we don't do anything by this certain date we're pretty much dooming ourselves and yeah. you don't see anybody moving off their butts to try i mean there are people but the people who have the power are not doing anything no. you know like greta Thunberg can only do so much <laughs> <laughs> uh but what also drew me to this show not only was the topic but you know people are, are there's going to be people who are like oh another woke thing but come on people global warming it's a theme is, it's real it's like yeah. we just had a snowstorm at low elevations <laughs> like places were covered in snow that normally yes. are not covered in snow so, and you know what i saw too boo oh, just today somebody posted on instagram there was a coyote like just sitting in their yard, like legs crossed, <laughs> like waiting for breakfast. <laughs> and it's sad though, because I'm pretty sure the coyote, like that was its home, but now there's like homes there. Oh, and no. the, it was just sitting like it was a regular dog, but you knew that was not a dog. Yeah, that's sad. It's very sad. So yeah, the poor animal suffering from global warming we're suffering well, from the, global the, warming they're losing all their habitat mm -hmm. you know and because we're increasing the global warming rate through all our activities all our development cutting down rainforests and all those such acts um you know taking out all the sea life that's important mm. to feed ourselves um but, but some yeah. crab lakes be so good though i know it's, it's hard to argue sometimes <laughs> those scallops cook to perfection <laughs> boo, boo. we try to talk against this <laughs> we'll see okay i see i, I now i can hear you melting that butter in the microwave <laughs> with the with uh, the garlic paste <laughs> so sustainable ways though <laughs> yeah that's the thing is so we we really need to find sustainable ways for everything like a lot of times i feel guilty when i'm using plastic excessively you know the cups that we use and we just toss them away there, there has to be a way to find something that's more recyclable and sustainable but you know because you know humankind is ingenious so we can figure this out but we have to want to do that i feel personally attacked boo when you said <laughs> plastic cups because you know i'll be going to starbucks getting my trenta ice water <laughs> know, trenta ice water but you know i was thinking about it, like when you go to like the 99 cent store or Daiso, if you are familiar with Daiso, which I is love like Daiso. A, yeah, Asian version <laughs> of like a dollar store in a way, but all the plastic items that are just sitting in there just for us to buy and eventually throw in the trash, you know what I mean? So it's just kind of sad. And then you see the great Pacific garbage dump, the big patch of junk in the middle of the ocean, an island of trash, you know, so it's terrible. So, you know, we all as people have to do something. And the, I think we can't count on the older generations because they're like, I don't care. I'm done. I'm dying soon anyway. We got to like raise these well, children. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's how a lot of them feel. Like, why should I care? They keep throwing their trash out on the street, you know? Listen, I've done what I had to do. <laughs> but the, it's, it's the young kids who are going to be inheriting this horrible future. So they need to learn how to live with it or adapt to it or work against it. So. Yeah. But anyway, the other thing that drew me to the show was like the endless number of celebrities and stars who are in this thing. So I'll just read a small sampling of the, the names of this. So you got Meryl Streep, Sienna Miller, Kit Harrington, David Diggs, Edward Norton, Diane Lane, Yara Shahidi, 
Matthew Reese, Gemma Chan, David Schwimmer, Carrie Russell, Marion Cotillard, Forrest Whitaker, Murray Bartlett, Toby McGuire, Heather Graham. And that's just half the cast. Yeah. Well, I so. see Forrest Whitaker. He's in there. Did you already say Forrest Whitaker? I did. I'm sorry, I did. boo. Uh, okay. I did. Okay. Yeah, boo, we were talking about, you know, <laughs> Mr. Whitaker's eye. <laughs> no, he's his, da- his doppelganger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I enjoy him whenever he pops up. But I was like, he's still alive. <laughs> he he is kicking strong, yes. So, and Ben Carper is in there, and he's, uh-huh. he's looking kind of handsome. Yeah, there's a bunch of people in there. Tahar Rahim, he has a really nice smile. Yeah, I think he's a French actor. No, well, um, no. This is a very timely series, and it's very sad and eye-opening, I would imagine, uh-huh. because we're living it. We I just- saw. A scene from the trailer uh-huh. where David was talking to his mom, and uh, I think a doctor or something was saying, "I think you might need to move from Florida to Chicago because it's too apparently too hot in Florida now." And the David was like, "Mom, I thought you hated your sister." She's like, "Baby, it's too hot to hate anyone now." <laughs> but why did I have a real life experience like that? Oh, did I, you? Went, I went to the doctor. Because I was having bad allergy issues, right? I never used to have allergies. Uh-huh. And I think what it is, is because where we live, Boo, you've seen the amount of factories and warehouses that have been constructed. Oh, yeah. So this doctor tells me that I need to move to the beach because the air is better. <laughs> uh, okay, well, uh, are you going to afford my, my housing at the beach area? Because this is where I, I live right now. I, I just need help. I'm here for, for help, medical advice, not for housing advice. Thank you. But that's sad. And that's interesting now that doctors are telling people to move because well, of illnesses yeah, they've developed. You need cleaner air is what they're saying. Yeah. And so imagine that if that's what you're being told, that's going to be the case for a lot of people in your area. Yeah. You know, they're developing symptoms. And that is true because I was talking to a friend uh, who who's a colleague of ours who lives in your area as well. Mm-hmm. And they were talking about the number of trucks that go in and out of the warehouses. Yeah. You know, and it really does a number on your roads over there. A mm-hmm. lot of potholes. Yeah. I need look, I need to join city council. Forget the board. Let <laughs> yeah, me no be board. on city. We don't need a board. <laughs> you need to be the mayor. <laughs> you know, if that's life's path for me, who knows? I hope you have time for the podcast. Oh, I will. <laughs> I will. This is my this is our baby, so I'll have time for that. Well, that seems like it's going to be a really good drama. Yeah, so I'll check that out. And if uh, if I am able to get to it, because you don't know, have all this other TV, hopefully I'll talk about it on the podcast to give you a review of what I think. Mm-hmm. But uh, before I wrap up my section of TV talk, I want to briefly mention... Uh, Grey's Anatomy and some of you are out there like that's still on (laughs) and yes it is still on it's going it's in its 19th season right now still going strong yeah it started in 2005 that was a good year I graduated high school that year man that makes me feel old (laughs) Uh, but you know it's a it's a the reason I bring this up is because it's been on so long and Ellen Pompeo who plays the titular character meredith gray gray's anatomy mm-hmm. she finally left the show after she, 19 seasons she hung up the hat she did so she's done over 400 episodes 
And it's a momentous moment. And you think, you know, all these years, you think they're are they still going to run this show? What happens if she leaves? Because a lot of her main co-stars have left the show. Mm-hmm. Can you still call it Grey's Anatomy after she leaves? And you know, I guess you could argue either way, but the show will carry on without her. I think she's going to pop in every once in a while, mm-hmm. but she'll still stay on as a producer of the show. Okay. Um, but she won't just be she won't be on camera as often. And then, you know, for those of you who do follow the show, you know, she's not the only OG left on the show from day one. Um, Chandra Wilson, who plays Miranda Bailey, she's still there. She's still kicking. Uh-huh. And then uh, James Pickens Jr., who plays Richard, he's been there since day one as well. And so it's very interesting to see how they've all aged over the years, you mm-hmm. know? Uh, I, mean, I think they've aged well, though. I was just going to say, yeah. they, as much as, you know... Um, how long it's been they still all look pretty good you know if we had personal trainers and personal chefs well i don't know if they'd be using them though like oh. well like some of them because <laughs> you know it's not like they look like they're a tip-top shape <laughs> facials every week well that's the Maybe part yeah every day. Mm-hmm. i don't know got your own private esthetician or something right <laughs> But yeah, so uh, and the main reason for those of you, I don't want, I guess, I don't know. Well, most people don't end up watching it because they're like, I didn't, I'm surprised it's still in the air. So the reason why she is off the show is because her oldest daughter, um, Zola, have you watched the show at Abu? Years ago. I was never really a Grey's fan. I used to be a religious ER fan. Oh, okay. I'm dating myself, yeah, but after ER, yeah, Eric LaSalle, mm. <laughs> George Clooney. But uh, after that went off the air, I was kind of done with okay. the medical dramas, you know, but I know Grace has been on for a long time. So yeah, and, and Zola's their first, uh, well, Meredith's dead husband on the show. Um, they adopted Zola, who's a black child. And so they found out that she's a child genius and she, well, she's older now. So I think she's in her teens now, but in the, in the show, but they had to move to Boston to go to a school that could accommodate her genius. So, so that's why Meredith's leaving Seattle to go to Boston for her she's, daughter's sake. She's like, I got to invest in my daughter now, which Pretty is a much. good storyline. That's really good because Meredith, you know, she's had her career and she's successful at what she does, but now she's investing in her daughter. And why yeah. not? Her daughter is actually taken to want to be a appears she wants to be a surgeon as well. So I'm looking sad. <laughs> so Ooh, that could on. be a spinoff. Probably, yeah. yeah. They're setting her up for a possible spinoff if she was open to it, or even if Ellen Pompeo didn't want to be on the spinoff, setting her up, setting the daughter up for a spinoff story. Yeah, that's so. possible. But you know, because they'll spin off anything these days. Oh lord, don't we know? <laughs> even if it's not good. <laughs> Yeah. You're like, that got a spin off? So, okay. Well, Boo, do you have anything else for us in TV land? No, that's it for now. I know I'm still watching The Last of Us. We're on episode seven of nine as of this recording. I'm anxious to get to the end, but I'm sad too because it'll be over for now. I still have to start that though. I know I tagged you in something on Instagram because the comments were talking about Last of Us. uh I think it was like an illness or, oh, I know what it was, boo. (laughs) It was because there's this new popular drug on the streets now. Uh It's like horse tranquilizer mixed with... um, something i don't know was it mushrooms maybe mushrooms 
horse tranquilizer mixed with something. Um, oh, no, I can't remember. I remember you sending me that post, and I was like, dang. And everybody's comments were hilarious. About Last of Us. They were like, this was The Last of Us. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, my God. Well, and it's sad because people who use this drug of choice, it kind of turns them into a zombie. I think that's why, yeah, they were talking about that. It yeah. Like, it's like a, another version of a zombie tale. Oh, my gosh. So, well... Um, I hope that doesn't really happen, <laughs> but that has peaked with you, your review of Last of Us, and then just seeing the comments on social media. I'm like, I got to get into this show <laughs> so I can join the conversation. So, well, boo, this has been great as always. Yes. Thank you. Thank you thank for taking you. time out of your busy schedule. <laughs> no, thank you. I mean, thank you for um, declining to join the board so you could be with us. <laughs> I said, nope, I'm not giving you my time. I'm giving my boo and my boo-boos my time. <laughs> so real quick before I go, I do want to shout out and congratulate my niece. I'm not going to say her name, but she won, or not won, but she earned, I should say, an achievement award for yeah. mathematics. And so I was that auntie at the award ceremony. That's my baby. <laughs> I was clapping. You would have thought she graduated from college. And she was, she was in second grade receiving an award oh, what's gonna happen when she graduates from college you know listen hey i gotta encourage the baby you're gonna have a tailgate party out in her parking lot <laughs> like, oh my god my auntie's so crazy <laughs> oh. all right well until next time booze be bougie and remember you ain't got to be bougie if you stay bougie <laughs> bye, bye.